0: Time Slave FM. Hello, welcome to another edition of Time Slave FM, hosted by me, Enzo Van Balen. It's our first show for a little while, and we've got a special treat in store for you. This week, we're joined by the talented New Arcades. That's Adam Sullivan, Watford's most illustrious export since Sir Elton John and Anthony Joshua. And, of course, Dean Canty, The Brains of the Operation. But before that, let's check out some new music by Client Liaison. This is on the album Diplomatic Community*. It's a track called Wildlife, released by Sofa King Vinyl. We're today on the pod by UK synthwave legends New Arcades, stalwarts of the live scene. They've had their music syndicated in films and appear in mobile games. They've done live sessions for BBC Radio, and I'm delighted to report they've signed up with Time save Recordings to bring you the upcoming album Proximity. Um, so we're joined we're joined today live by Dean Canty and Adam Sullivan. How's it going, chaps? Happy New Year!
1: Very well. Hello. Happy New Year to you too. Cheers for having us. Yeah.
0: Well, we've been planning to do this for a while, but, you know, <laughs> so lockdown's been getting in the way of That's face-to-face meetings. And um, Yeah, you yeah, tell, you tell yourself sort of... that, mate, you tell yourself that. <laughs> yeah, it might be the disorganisation. Nah. <laughs> <be>. <laughs> so what have you guys been up to anyway? How is lockdown? Because you're, you're both in London, yeah?
1: Sort of outskirts, we're on the uh, perimeters, so to speak, at the moment. We've spent a yeah, of him. at our respective homes Um remotely working mostly with each other we're doing any music yeah
0: um, so for people who aren't uh, based in the UK at the moment pretty much at the moment you're allowed to go out for exercise once a day and that's about it
1: yeah yeah that's it yeah and much. work
0: work from home unless you unless you can't basically so it's not doing you guys much in terms of getting together to make music I'm assuming
2: <laughs> no but with that to <laughs> uh, think outside the box haven't we Adam we've kind of um, found a way around it
1: yeah, yeah, we have. We've, we have certainly dealt with um, uh, new ways of, I don't know, modern tech and, and handling the pandemic in that respect and writing music together. But yeah, it's been certainly very interesting, fun time. All right,
0: well, let, why don't we um, let's start at the beginning? Um, you know, I'm sure there'll be loads of people who'd be intrigued to know how how you guys came about. You've obviously been making music together as new arcades since around 2012, is that right? And yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, how did that partnership come about? And how come you're still friends?
1: It's a difficult one. Why well, are we still friends? friends. <laughs> well, I'm not sure why we're still friends. <laughs> um, gosh, where do we start? So we must have met working on a job together 2006, so a long time ago. Um, we were both young. I was a teenager, so so long ago, this one. Um, and then... I think we sort of both discovered uh, as our friendship progressed that we were both into our music. Um, Dean introduced me to a lot of new bands and I was sort of, I guess I didn't have that diverse diverse. stuff and he showed me all these old school bands and these cool relevant bands at the time and then our music taste changed and stuff. And in the end, I think I went off to go to uni to study, uh, Dean having already studied uh, music himself, but I went off to uh, university to study um, music tech and production and then when I was coming back, he was like, oh, do you fancy, do you know, working together on some music? And then I think it was, we saw Drive in, I think it was 2011. We saw that.
2: Yeah, I think it was. I think it was towards the end of 2011. I think we both saw that, didn't we? And we kind of, um, we were already making music anyway. We were kind of in different bands. different bands, Yeah, exactly. So we were kind of still had that kind of synth 80s feel to it that we uh, we saw Drive basically kind of almost... Uh, completely changed direction, didn't we? In the sense of it was way more electronic, stripped back, and um, yeah.
0: So we just went from there, basically. The less beaten path then. Watch, drive, set up a synthwave band.
2: (laughs) I guess you could say that. Yeah, we'd always kind of had that interest in using synths. We were using synths before that, you know, in our music. It was a bit more kind of guitar-based. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think, you know, hearing that real hero song, yeah, um, You know, it's just like, wow, this sounds great. And honestly, set against that film, um, yeah, it just kind of gave us some inspiration, I guess you could say.
0: I mean, it sounded like a flippant comment, I suppose, but it really is. That That film really captured the zeitgeist at that, at that moment, didn't it? Like so many people have, have kind of been introduced to more electronic sounds, you know, really, you know, probably the vast majority of people for the first time hearing Synthwave would have heard through that soundtrack, that college soundtrack. It's quite hard to underestimate how significant that film's been culturally in that sense.
2: Yeah, agreed. I think um, just um, the actual film itself as well, the visuals, I think it really kind of um, uh, tied in really well. I think, you know, it's got that kind of, there wasn't much dialogue it's based on um, just kind of one person, wasn't it, really?
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and his relationship with the girl and just the music, the soundtrack really kind of resonated, I think, you know for both of us.
1: Right. Yeah, uh, sure. It was after that that um, I think Dean actually went home. This is before he was like, oh, shall we transition to this, basically? Um but he went home and he, he, I think he just started writing something that was similar. I and mean, this, this ended up being the first track that we released. Um, and then we sort of left it for a while. And that song was called Echoes of a City. I don't even think it's out anymore. Maybe on our SoundCloud, but it's. it's we should probably put it out again one day. But at the same yeah. time, it was the first track we put out. And it had a really good feedback, like really... Um, like, surprisingly, <coughs> compared to all our other stuff, we put it out, and it was, like, a relatively simple track, nice vibes, like, cinematic sound, felt like, we sort of, we were really like, oh, yeah, we love Drive, we'll make something a bit similar. And then um, loads of people jumped on it, and were, like, commenting and liking it, and it was, like, way more... Um, like, way more like associated love and press, uh, from what we didn't know happened to be like synthwave or retro wave. Or
0: well, that's what I was going to ask. Were you doing this in isolation, or did you realize there was a collective? We of, have no idea. Well, not so much idea. a collective, <clears throat> a lot of other artists who are taking that sound, and you know, that kind of that really, really, um, everyone used to use the same kind of bass line, you know, the, the rhythm, <laughs> the, the college bass line, as it were, yeah, yeah, yeah. and. And then just suddenly, if you go back to SoundCloud and start looking at, you know, searching by tags and associated artists, you can see there seems to have been loads of people having pretty much the same idea off the back of that film yeah. or, mm-hmm. you know, that time. And then suddenly, you you there's all these Facebook groups cropping up and radio stations and podcasts and stuff. And, you know, it's interesting to see how the scenes develop now from, from back in those days.
2: Definitely, yeah. I think we, um, when we started, we were kind of... Um, into Mitch Murder, Miami yeah. Nights, yeah, um, yeah, and then we started releasing our kind of electronic tracks with vocals as well. And then yeah. I think Future Cop, you know, Man-Z, yeah, yeah, Man-Z, yeah, he um, he got in touch with us and said he really liked our sound, and then he wanted us to guest vocal on some of his tracks, um, which was quite cool, you know, because they'd been around for a bit longer, <coughs> a bit longer than us, <coughs> you know. Um, you guys we were, are. Right
0: you're on fairy tales aren't you we, we've yeah. been out on vinyl a couple of years yeah. ago yeah cool oh, yeah yeah that's right you get to see our money that yeah where's that <laughs> <laughs> have a chat with manz I've still yeah. got some copies though I've, I've still got one or two copies left so I'll um, hook you up next time uh, we we'll, we'll see you
1: we'll let him off the hook he's a good enough egg it's fine
0: yeah <laughs> he is I hear rumours he's uh, making a comeback yeah apparently he posted he posted on Instagram <laughs> it's time time to come back
1: Oh Did really? Yeah, I think we all knew it was going to happen, but well, we were kind of talking to him as well, weren't we? Yeah. <clears throat> about
2: that track. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. You will be. <laughs> <Excuse
0: me. laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Go on. No, I mean, you know, it, with with the likes of you know Time Cop 1983, has got a new album coming out this year. You guys are working on new material. Future Cops looking at maybe making a comeback this year. Like, how do you feel about the scene in its current state?
1: Ooh, that's a good question.
0: Um, well, well, I'll tell you, I'll give you a good prompt then. Let's go back to that infamous article uh, Synthwave is Dead. <laughs> Scarlett. I mean, yes, Scarlett's article, let, let's be honest, he, he was trying to attract attention with the headline. The article's yeah, yeah, much yeah. more nuanced than the headline suggests. And he mm. makes an interesting argument, which, in, in summary, in short, for me, my take home from it was. Anyone and everyone was making tunes, and now there's got to be a bit more polish and a bit more ability, and mm. the, the, there's a lot more competition. And so the best stuff is driving forward, and it's going to push the scene forward. Yeah. And maybe the sort of DIY stuff, there'll, there'll always be a place for that. Preset, but.
1: preset ridden, and I think I think I think, <laughs> I think that's exactly. It. I think there was a lot of like early on. It was like there was a few synthwave bands who you know sort of really were. You know, when the likes of Time Crop and the Midnight came along, it's like you could tell they had a, a bit more production and, and whatever and, and a bit more understanding about just writing a good song structure-wise yeah. or any of these things and then it, it, it like probably got to about 2018 and I was like there is just so much rubbish <laughs> like <laughs> me and we were chatting about it it's like there's just so much like copy and paste preset ridden, no structure slap a really heavy plate like, reverb on a, on a vocal that's probably mostly vocoder or talkbox and just sounds for me it just sounds I'm just like okay right well fair play to them you know giving it a go but the fact that lots of people are like I love it because it just is like the whole time <laughs> I'm like is that seriously all you need for a good song like, that's not what makes well, it no. technically a good song
2: but you know it... well luckily Scarlett gave us a good account you know of our, of our
0: EP, our EP didn't <laughs> which is
1: coming out on the uh, Proximity thing but uh, yeah great for obviously for that yeah,
0: yeah. I think there's place there's definitely a place for the diy kind of stuff as well because i think in in some sense I, this conversation has come up a lot when talking about vaporwave which i appreciate is an adjacent genre it's not directly the same thing but the, the low barrier of entry in some respects is a good thing because yeah. it's democratic there's less uh, gatekeeping because there's not so much money in it there aren't so many big labels becoming opinion formers and taste shapers you know like people deciding what's good and what's not everyone yeah. kind of had a fair crack in the early days yeah i think a lot of the cut and paste stuff you're talking about is probably where people have discovered it afresh fancied having a crack at doing it and maybe they're influenced by things they might have heard a couple of years and meanwhile the best producers have moved on to new stuff because if you listen to the synth wave that you guys are doing now it does sound like it's moved on from the, the, the music you started making and most of these artists have really driven forward and the, the the new stuff the freshest stuff that you're hearing now doesn't sound like college anymore
2: yeah
1: no.
0: you
1: know no, I see it I see it it's, it's, I agree it's, with that
0: yeah it's, it's got a, very,
1: a very interesting time and I think we seem to get uh, absorbed by like uh, is it synthwave or is it not synthwave and people seem like particularly in all these Facebook groups and stuff to seem particularly overzealous and very highly opinionated and I'm like <coughs> like mate just relax is it good do you <coughs> enjoy it like does it have remnants of 80s does it have is it synthwave is it not synthwave I'm like I personally don't I don't care I'm like I want to write music yeah. that people enjoy and if it falls under synthwave great falls under retrowave great vaporwave great all these different subgenres now it's just getting a bit too yeah. nitpicky and I'm like I think
2: that's what
1: we, we enjoy about, don't we we just want to create music yeah. that we love yeah more, and that people I mean love. we were called popwave as well
0: weren't we? yeah yeah because yeah, so I, it, I I think that's quite, <laughs> that's the issue though, isn't it? Is is that in a way Scullet was part of the problem that he was he was analysing because he he I think where there is a legitimate criticism of his take on Synthwave is the fact that he's gone from being an independent journalist to literally being a paid employee of one label. And that does, you know, and that that's a good thing. Good luck to him. I think he's a good writer and I think he deserves an opportunity to get paid for what he does. But it does call into question objectivity if you're being paid by one label um, to push a certain style of synthwave. There's no question about that.
2: Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. I guess we were kind of been we've been lumped in with the pop wave kind of
0: genre,
2: yeah. I guess. But that's kind <laughs> of. I mean, we're in good company. honestly, the Midnight Time Cop. Yeah. Um, I guess CalEx to a certain extent as well with the vocal tracks. Yeah. yeah. We kind of lean more towards pop structure in our songs now, I guess. And we've got some various influences from the bands that we used to listen to when we were younger to more modern pop and EDM stuff now. So that's probably where you see the uh, progression and the growth in um, what we sound like now to so what we used to. So, yeah.
0: but would you agree then that, and obviously right now we can't go out and do live events and you guys God. can't perform as much as you'd like to, but is that... The, the way you perform that makes you a more interesting live act right I mean that kind of thing with with, with a singer you know like Time Cop, when he does shows he does his own set which is kind of a bit more DJ based and then he does his collaborations with people like Josh Daly and Ollie Ride and stuff and that's exciting to watch because there's a lot more going on it's more interactive like what do you want to do when you get back performing and is
2: um, that, how well that's in that well, the uh <coughs> Been a question that we've been kind of battling with, you know, how to kind of take this sound and put on a good live show with just the two of us. Uh, in the past, we've kind of used drummers using electronic pads. We've had it just me and Adam using synths with some track as well. I tried everything, um, but yeah, we kind of want it to be more of a live performance. So I think. What do you think Adam? You think we're gonna be using the um, drummer using an SPDS electronic kit, along with me playing a bit of synth and you doing most of it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think well we we try we try everything, don't we, really? We 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 have literally gone through every single option it's like to play stuff like I'll be playing a drum pad on the stage, playing guitar, playing keys. And <coughs> to be fair, it is a lot of work to set up all of that stuff before a gig. So there's partially, it's like, oh, you know, how much do you want to just leave to be from track? How do we want to get other people involved? And there's a question of money, because we obviously we want to fairly pay any musician that we use, because yeah, of course. I know I know loads of freelance musicians, and, and, and I sort of get to know the rate that they all would want, and then I'm like, okay, we'll, give, we'll pay them fairly, or can I sort of twist their arm? hope they're a bit of a rubberist, and, and the... You know, get their, get their prices down, but at the same time, they've all been great, and I, I do think it's definitely brought something to the show. And I think ultimately, in, in in this genre, although people probably enjoy drinking loads and standing there and watching someone effectively DJ, uh, for me, it's like I, I really appreciate the musicality more, and there's more risk in it, there's more performance, and there's more. Yeah, there's just more involvement, and you just get to see more about. the the individuals that are on the stage are performing. And and for me, I get much more of a buzz out of that rather than just clicking play. I feel like, uh, and there was no disrespect to anyone who's a DJ, because it's not the same. But it's like, if I'm up there and I'm clicking play, I just don't feel like I'm performing. I feel like I should get off stage. And just there's
0: DJing and there's DJing as well. Yeah, I mean, there's
1: like proper DJing. I'm like, yeah, great. I have yeah, yeah.
0: Like, it, It's amazing. For so, sure, for sure.
1: I, I, I'm sort of like, I want to play more, you know.
2: I think it helps having a good live show, a uh, good light show and a good kind of um, visual aspect.
1: Yeah, go to your Schwire and Calvin Harris and all that. You? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, with all the neon lights and everything, maybe a screen behind you showing some cool kind of aesthetics. You know, I think that's definitely something that's been... Part of a lot of shows that we've played at and we've been to. So I think that always really helps. Good lighting, good, and, you know, it just gives that kind of immersive vibe to sure, a show. And sure. It's just on stage, <laughs> see quite grey, you know, white lights shining on you and stuff. Um, I think, think it's man. way better when they kind of really go all out with the um, stage setup pink lights, blue lights, and all that kind of thing.
0: I think that's something that we're planning on trying to do as a label this year is to break into the live scene. Yeah, it's been so frustrating because we had all these plans for last year, so much comes along and you, you just have to put everything on ice and I'm sure you guys have felt exactly the same because there aren't as many gigs for you guys to be booked for, mm. but we're also just out on the sidelines just thinking, well, you know, there's people like Outland's Retro Future Fest, they're putting on great live shows in the UK yeah. and and I haven't been to any of the Synthwave shows abroad, but, you know, I'm sure that... Night of the arcade and all that's amazing if you get out there as well. But we're just desperate to get involved and get you guys playing, you know, again and stuff. And it's just it's a question of fingers crossed and who knows when.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's
1: the thing. We're leading the we're leading the charge of the vaccine, so hopefully we'll be there soon. You know,
2: yeah, hopefully we've got some shows booked for summer, haven't we? We've got two shows in July.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, yeah, you got the place,
0: the one in Derby, in there. That's right. Yeah,
1: the hairy dog and i think one with outland in uh Tufnel Park. Tufnel. if that's still going ahead like covid-wise I'd, um, yeah, I'd think, think, yeah.
0: this still
1: sort of been left in the dark in that respect covid has
0: all um, right well um let, let's talk a little bit about proximity because obviously that's coming out on time slave um on the 4th of february which is a is it the fourth or is it the fifth we did check this before Fifth. fifth. There we are. Yeah, good job. I checked. Yeah, the fifth of Feb, uh, which is a Bandcamp day. So that's one thing they've they've been amazing. I don't know if you you guys have had much of an impact on that for the last nine months. One Friday of every month, Bandcamp has been waiving its fees, so you've seen a huge surge in in sales for you know, and they're not taking their ten percent, so it does make quite a difference. Very um,
1: very kind of them. And we have seen definitely yeah. the, like, if when we go on the uh, artist app on Bandcamp, we see the. Uh, on those Fridays the there's normally a few more like I mean, we're not getting like millions and millions of sales I wish we were <laughs> but I guess like you know there'll be a couple more people buying maybe the record or, or a, a, couple, <coughs> a couple of the songs which is great and we're really really appreciative of that but uh, it's nice that they've done yeah. that because then we obviously get to keep everything minus the banker fees and I don't know what the PayPal fees which is, maybe they should do the same be nice as I might. hope with most <laughs>
0: of our sales most of our yeah paypal uh, the less said about them the better to be fair i could rant about them and spotify all night but make another <laughs> contest, I reckon. um maybe well i guess fingers crossed because most of our sales come from america as a label and okay. um with the Trump checks that were coming through, I'm not. There's no. There's, there are other political options out there. Don't get me wrong. Let's hope Biden's going to come forward with those. Um, those keep you keep, keep you going checks that they've been used yeah, yes. to stimulus do. checks or something. Stimulus. Isn't it? That's a yeah, <laughs> that's not professional sounding. your stimulus <laughs> checks. You read the papers. I've just. Um, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, 2021. It's it's all up. It's all up in the air. No one really knows what's going to happen. But what we do know, as I said, is on the fifth of February we're releasing Proximity on cassette, vinyl, mini disc, CD. We could do an eight track if you like, reel to reel. Should we do a VHS edition. Oh, God, oh yeah. yes, <laughs>
1: this <That'll be great. laughs> stuff is mad. It's amazing. I love
0: it. I know. Uh, tell us a little bit about it because obviously it's a collection of of your classic material, stuff that's not been released in physical format before.
1: Being
2: far away. Oh, i was handing (laughs) over to you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, um, so we've got the Nothing Is Lost EP, which we didn't release on vinyl when it came out in 2018. So we'd always wanted to. Um, And we've got quite a lot of older material that really never saw the light of day as far as physical um, editions go. So we came up with the idea to combine the Nothing Is Lost EP with some other selected tracks. Is that right, Adam? Yeah, that's called the Dreamers Collection. Yes. Um, So that kind of signifies our kind of previously um, released songs that never really got as much attention um, in the early days, I guess. So we wanted to kind of give it uh, more of a highlight now, um, along with in conjunction with Nothing Is Lost, basically. Nice new artwork. Um, and all the formats.
1: Yeah, that artwork, you did a bloody marvelous job.
2: That's oh, awesome.
1: thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I just very much would expect that when you do it for a living, wouldn't you? <laughs> so good.
2: Anything else to add Adam? Um? Just trying to think if there was anything else I wanted to add. Um... It's got Dreamers on it, which is basically our first, is that our first ever track? Well, technically our second, but it's our first ever track that we kind of really pushed, and it was the um, yeah, well, first I, track that, I that we featured on
1: yeah that's it oh yeah yeah it was as well and it's yeah, got
2: uh
1: it's got dreamers well it's obviously nothing has lost EP. You've Got dreamers into the skyline now and forever off returning home um don't let go which was on the scenes ep originally which is now no longer no longer out there and then there's only two of us now so it, i think those capture a lot of uh, both dreamy and a little bit darker end and cinematicness to the to that Dreamers collection. So you have a bit of everything in there, really, from from both old stuff that we feel deserved that physical.
0: Uh, yeah, it feels sort. like a, like a retrospective, looking back over a, a collection of the best tracks that have never made it to physical format before. I and mean, if you listen to it, it, cov- it covers all of your styles. Um, yep. And, it's, and it's, it's, if I was looking, you know, as a fan of the band before I met you guys, before we started working together, you know, if I was looking at tracks that I wanted that I'd be disappointed I hadn't made it to release yet, I'd say it was a perfect collection of like almost like a, yeah, like I say, a retrospective or an anthology mm. of new arcade stuff. And it's great. Um, we're really excited to be working with you. Obviously, we, we, we pushed some uh, vinyl and tapes for you guys recently from the last album. You and, smashed um, it, man. People <laughs> seem to be lapping them up. Uh, yeah, yeah right I, couldn't, I couldn't. I yeah. believe how quickly they went in fairness. It was, uh, it was an amazing effort, and thanks to everyone who supported that. We just can't wait to get this yeah. this album out to you now. Um, why don't you um, pick a couple of tracks and we'll 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 spotlight them here. Ooh. Maybe pick, um, yeah, one from the EP and, in and
3: Inhale one for the
2: collection. Pardon? Or, in- inhale? inhale, yeah,
3: maybe? yeah,
2: inhale, in- inhale, inhale from Nothing Is Lost, and then from the Dreamers Collection from the other one. Should we do an instrumental? or Should we do another vocal one? Ooh, what was there? I've just forgotten what there was. A are for you- Scarlet, or uh, there's only two of us now?
0: Yeah, there's only like two of us now, I reckon. That's a vibe. All right, but this is, there's only two of us now.
3: Time Slave FM.
0: Inhale from the EP Nothing Is Lost which has been repackaged and the upcoming album by New Arcades Proximity out on February the 5th um, I guess the burning question I've had to ask you guys um, how does it feel to be known as the brass of the synthwave world? <laughs>
2: <laughs> who am I? Am I Matt? I want
1: to be the one who says the stupid shit all the time Oh sorry You're Matt, yeah. Matt. Okay. You're Matt. You're It's like, late, it's um, like
0: yeah.
1: if you know the bin man is my king, and yeah, you know he's, and he's, he's doing the stuff. That he's taking <laughs> and for me, he's a king. <laughs> he's a
0: king. Yeah. yeah, that is beautiful, mate. That that's a better answer than I could possibly have known <laughs> <home> before. <laughs> oh my, oh my. Actually, I did have, um. I was I was chatting to Martin Larby, Shout to Larbs, Larbs. legend. Earlier on, he said we were going to be chatting to you guys on the podcast, and I did ask him. If he had anything that he would want to ask if he was doing the pod with us. And he did ask you, guys. Um so I'm passing this question on from Martin. What is your proudest achievement as a band? Let's all get let's get a bit of smash hits now. Ooh. That's
1: a really difficult one. Proudest achievement. I mean, maybe something we wouldn't be able to mention or oh, yeah, I know. No,
0: this is the uncensored one. This this <laughs> one goes out after the the the, uh, the what's it called the uh, watershed. You can say what you like. <laughs>
3: no, we don't nothing, have to be nothing, the nothing like ones. that. Nothing
0: like that. all <laughs> um, <laughs> details, <clears throat> uh, uh, you, I haven't, guess, you haven't uh, seen um, robots with ray guns um, onlyfans uh, yet. Oh, he's I was just chatting with Lucas earlier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen? Okay, I want to give a massive shout that we don't try to sell things too hard, but big shout to um, Lucas Robots with Ray Guns. He's currently got a limited edition of 50. Um, full frontal nude um, prints <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> available on his bank account.
3: <coughs> along yeah. with
0: it so he's <laughs> actually got ambi facts has he uh, apparently so he's yeah. a brave apparently man so. I, can't, a brave I can never man. tell with him what where, where the facts and fiction ends but yeah. he's, he's definitely one of the characters he's like someone yeah. we love work, like i love him in that that group is just And you must be dangerous. proud of it's his dangerous. sausage
1: i'll give you that much
0: <laughs> well, I, I, the, the the preview image on Bandcamp obviously features some kind of censorship.
1: Yeah, but it's uncensored, isn't it?
0: I don't know. He says it is. Was he just trolling? I mean, if you paid fifty dollars for a on nude if that was what you were after. If you were a massive robots and ray guns fan and you wanted to put that on your living room wall, <laughs> you'd, you'd be disappointed if it came sensibly
2: Yeah. Or well, like pixelated, you know the little pixels over it. Yeah, just that's yeah. Uh, like uh, Japanese uh, porn. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: yeah. so <laughs> um, yeah, I guess proud of, well, it's kind of difficult really. I guess releasing an album it's quite it's quite, you know, it's um it's uh monumental achievement i guess in itself because at the time we didn't kind of we only really released EPs and singles so that's that's pretty um pretty proud of that and have been featured been on been a couple lots, of
1: little, f- lots of little nuggets, nuggets. nuggets. yeah, yeah. Not, the only thing is particularly a standout moment i think working with time slave has been actually genuinely <laughs> the really putting 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 the stuff out and what we're about to do with you will probably be the
0: highlight to be fair. How much do you want me to send you via PayPal friends and family after this? Um well we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weren't supposed to be I discussing think... this on the podcast. <laughs> I thought you'd edit this bit out the, um, yeah, sure. no, thanks, thanks though, Ed.
3: So...
1: No, genuinely no, I, mean... I think it brought us a lot, it brought us a big blessing for us. So we are we are obviously really grateful and it's great to Well be selling here.
2: out the app for us was
1: great. Yeah, that's it, that was huge for us. Um super grateful. Great. It was great. a great it was a great it was a great little uh Four, four to six hours that wasn't it me and Dean were like chatting on the phone and we're like oh my god, oh my god.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I I have to say I mean because synthwave is it's obviously a popular genre but but stuff tends to sit for a few hours at least you know for a couple of days you know time zones most of the fans you know not being all up at the same time like things can take a few days a couple of weeks to shift sometimes and we yeah. were quite like Excited and pleased for you guys at how quickly that stuff shifted, and you know, it just shows the sort of enduring popularity you've had. Is that you've not you've been together that long and never released that much in terms of physical merch. So, any, yeah. There's obviously an appetite for it, and um, people that, I think will really love this new album.
1: Yeah, that vi- that vinyl and CD and cassette. What had we done previously? All we'd done is like a, a few CDs. And, and well, us, yeah, and before like that's barely right, yeah. anything, but like for any it's, of our previous stuff, so it's
0: worth a quick shout out as well. You've got the seven inch, which is out on New Retro Wave at the moment. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, thank you. I didn't know if the terms of agreement were allowed, we're allowed to stipulate that you know, we're well, just half the money so. I'm
0: sending you <laughs> <laughs> the compliment divided by two. Okay, <laughs> New,
1: <laughs> yeah, New Retro Wave actually paying you for that shout out, so. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
0: So, <laughs> pay placements all over the shop. Well, they've they've got a few more YouTube subscribers than we've got, so you know it is what it is. Not after
1: this one, this podcast.
0: <laughs> we're we're about to go viral with this shambles. Yes, yeah, yeah. so. absolutely so um what what have you guys got planned for 2021 then i mean covid notwithstanding it's it's all a bit up in the air we know that but you you've said uh, it's out there that you're working on new material
1: yeah we, we've been working on it since well pre pre-pandemic really we'd started the ball rolling like you know dean writing some bed tracks and then covid hit and i think when it when the restrictions came down we, we got some vocals tracked so we've now got the vocals I still need to do mine but we've got the bulk of Dean's vocals so we, we're glad about that because we can then work on the tracks remotely and we're working using I don't want to give away my secrets Ooh, but uh, yeah, Google Google Meets Screen Share and then use this Audio Movers Listen To plugin which you put on your master bus and uh, he can hear like a lossless wav sound. And then we use the same headphones. So we have like exactly the same reference mix. Um, yeah. And it, it works a treat for us. Uh, and so we're just plugging away, mixing together basically over remote. And I'll then go home because I'm currently in Watford, but I'll then, when I'm allowed to go back to my flat and that's where my setup is and then mix it on the actual rig that I've got there um and then hopefully we'll be hopefully restrictions will be reduced enough by the time we actually come to do the last listen through together any tweaks master it, boom, off you go. So yeah, it'll be great to get that album released. I think it's looking like 11 12 tracks like um with the little things we've got. Um, interludes. Got. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, yeah, I don't want to get too Are much away. Yeah, it, it, like, skits, like
0: intros, skits. interludes, outros. Skits, yeah, just, just little comedy skits. Yeah, yeah. like a little Hancock's <laughs> half hour sketch in between. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, nice. yeah, basically, yeah, it's, it's me wittering on in the background. But
0: your your plan is to try and get that ready, I'm assuming, for like summer and so you can get together and f- finalize it. And,
2: yeah. um, well, initially it was actually the end of May. I think we're hoping for the end of. Well, mid-spring is that May? Mid-spring? Yeah, yes. May. maybe
0: early
2: yeah. summer, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So yeah, so we're hoping we're actually initially when we first kind of got the idea and the plan in place, it was going to be April, I think. But given what's happened with the whole pandemic, we've not been able to kind of move forward as much as we wanted to. So yeah, I think it's more likely going to be May, possibly June. But we're hoping to get as much done as we can remotely, as Adam was saying, yeah. and then have a full listen to listen through. Using the uh, monitors in the studio to hear it actually without headphones in the same in the same room. Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Dependent on what happens, I guess, with uh, restrictions. So hmm. uh, that
0: that yeah. is the most frustrating thing, though, isn't it? I mean, earlier this summer, obviously the restrictions briefly lifted, and we all got together. Quite a few of us from from the sort of synth world in London as as it, it such that it is. That was a banging and, party. Uh, you
1: you went you, know, you went swimming in my paddling pool outside. And it's a water feature,
2: sir.
0: Basically <laughs> I think I think the technical term was it was warm and <laughs> We'd, we'd, be, we'd been on the Beverages for a good few hours. And as we left, me, my brother, and Josh from Iverson. It was hot. Um, it
1: was very hot. It
0: was proper warm. It my flat like, also was, retains you know, you get... the
1: heat so much. it's,
2: like, it's But so I was weird. so drunk,
0: I yeah. stripped down to my pants and went for a swim <laughs> in your water feature. And then the local concierge and security guards, like, had a polite chat with me. <laughs> so it, it, it wasn't my proudest moment.
1: It was a brilliant moment. It
0: wasn't right. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, you know, swings and roundabouts, the positive was that Drum's Mrs. drove over from Richmond to pick us up and took us for a McDonald's. On oh. the way back. Oh, yeah. You know, the 24
1: <laughs> 7 McDonald's right next to the flat. That's right? where we went. Yeah. Oh, right.
2: She yeah. we yeah, <laughs>
0: <I'm laughs>
1: drove yeah. all the way there's over no, to drive
0: 10 meters. <laughs> there's no flies on this shit, mate. I can fly <laughs> if I need one. So, so it, it was a great day. And I think that's the thing is, like getting everyone together, like there's like a family of people who got to know each other at all these events. I mean, we don't get down as often as we'd like. Some of you guys are like, in much more contact, but living in Wales is a bit harder for us. But I just can't wait to try and get us all back together, maybe get an event or two going and um, definitely. try and see things kick forward again.
2: Oh, Agreed, yeah, yeah, definitely looking forward to playing some shows. We kind of missed, we missed it last year, so fingers crossed towards, you know, the middle to end of this year, we can start doing that again. You know, it'd be great. And if if you guys can put on some shows, we'd be more than happy to play. Hundred percent, hundred percent, boys. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, have you got anything else that you want to get off? Any burning confessions you want to make, Adam? I know you're normally up to no good. So yeah, Adam. Any confessions you want to get
2: off your chest? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm a,
1: a, I've I've already been socially distanced to confessions today, so down, down the <laughs> old Catholic church. Fair dues, fair dues.
0: (laughs) All right then, boys. Well, um, yeah. Just a reminder then, uh, February the fifth. Get the date right this time on Bandcamp. .bandcamp we Proximity. Proximity.
3: Mm.
0: On all formats and more. (laughs) All formats and more and more. (laughs) Cool. All right. Well, look, guys, it's uh, great to catch up as ever, and we'll have to get you back on in the future when you've got your new album done, perhaps. us that's uh, nearly ready to pop.
1: Lovely. Thank you awesome. for having us. Thank really you. appreciate it.
3: Time FM.
0: new arcades and uh, we'll be back to business as usual for the next episode where my sidekick Jay Kidney who's managed to get out of uh, doing podcasts for a little while he'll be back alongside me and um, we'll be back with more interviews and new music and um, we're going to play you out now with a couple of tracks by your sister is a werewolf and the marvellous marvel 83 um, there's still a few copies left of the repress of metropolis by marvel 83 Last count, I think there's just over 10 left. And if you missed out on the blue edition of Captain Video by Your Sister is a Werewolf, there will be a repress. Yep, you heard it here first. There will be a repress on a beautiful red wax, and that'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, So, yeah, first up, it's Slow Going featuring Gab Manette, and that's by Your Sister is a Werewolf from the album Captain Video, and that's followed by Marvel 83 with Into the Night. We'll see you next time.